Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, The Hunter and the Hunted. All right, Bry Guy, here we go. Woohoo! Back Happy again for another another Spidey Tastic week. We're into yeah. the, we're into the second half of the Spidey eighty one series now. How about them apples? We we are. It's uh it's chugging along here, as it were, and we get a mm-hmm. we get a return of a a real a real Spider Man villain this week. One so. of the things I noticed uh, while I was uh, writing my notes for this one. Uh, is that I had initially like forgotten to uh, I usually like to dig up you know when did this villain first appear you know mm-hmm. and like when did he fight Spider-Man and whatnot I, I haven't had to do that in a number of weeks because yes, it's either been yeah. a repeat of Dr. Doom or a bunch of made-up assholes so <laughs> right just, right it's been a it's been a, a minute and uh, but but yeah Craven the Hunter in this mm-hmm. one and um yeah, very old foe of Spidey since since '64, man. Episode or yeah. episode issue issue, issue 15. fifteen was when he came in, and and this is episode fourteen. So yeah. you know it's easy to get your your numbers mixed up, but right. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, a guy who has, and I think has graced the the animated screen uh, more often uh, than anything else. Uh, I mean, yeah. you know, and it, and he obviously he hasn't done anything in the, any of the live action movies. I know he was probably slated to be in that uh, sinister six movie that they had kind of tried to start uh, working on uh, during the Andrew Garfield years at Sony. But oh, um, yes, uh, yeah. you know, I'm sure, I'm sure he would have been in that. Of course they never made that movie. Uh, right. But um here but we he's are. been in. He was in Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. He was in the '94 Spider-Man. He was even in the real short-lived Spider-Man with Neil Patrick Harris. No kidding. Well, yeah. There you go. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's fully they, represented. They go in, to the they go to the well uh, for the Craven a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They do. They must. They must like the you know the leopard or cheetah print shawl. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The, the facial hair it must maybe it's easier to oh, animate. Yeah. yeah, I love the facial hair. <laughs> Yeah, we'll Love talk about that. It. I know. I know you do. Mm-hmm. I know you do, buddy. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, yeah. yeah, he's been around. Yeah, yeah. And another, I mean, the the other thing that happens here, we get, we also get some crossover, and I, I wanted to make sure that they, that these other characters that are in here are real, and, and yes, indeed, Brian, uh, Kazar and Zabu, the, the tiger, <laughs> Also, yeah. both real comics characters initially appearing in uh, the X Men, because uh, the Savage oh. the Savage Land is a big uh, setting, particularly early in the run of the X Men. Um, okay. that, that was, uh, you know, a, a place that uh, they they visited uh, relatively often. Oh. Um, okay, and uh, and and it ultimately became a, a popular. Uh, spot for Spider-Man as well. I know we're going to see Savage Land episodes in other series as, as they come along here. But yeah, uh, all full-on real comic characters this time. Nobody made up just for TV. Yes, and mm-hmm. I that's kind of, to me, when the show succeeds more is when we get like mm-hmm. original source material villains. So sure, sure. I was, I was looking forward to this one, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we'll see what we thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> oh man. Well, so th- if I can s- just to uh, succinctly uh, lay out the plot here, uh, yes. J. Jonah Jameson he hires Craven 
because he wants to capture the last living saber-toothed tiger out of the Savage Land, who is Zabu. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he, Jameson wants this tiger because he he wants a mascot for a the mascot. newspaper. For the newspaper, right. every and, good newspaper has a mascot, uh-huh. as you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the New York Times lion, the you know the the London Daily News polar bear. Yeah, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's Daily yeah, Google and it's Zabu. usually it's usually something that's just completely unrelated to the newspaper that is right. cool, you know, and you know that is yeah, the cooler and the more obscure and the less related to the paper, like you said, mm-hmm. the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So JJJ knows what he's doing. This is not oh, an yeah. ill-conceived plan. Mm-hmm. We will not stand by and let anyone tell us that he is not thinking this through. This is very well thought out. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So it's a uh, thing. It's a thing. <laughs> the the um now of course uh, uh Craven uh has the hunter. Hey, yeah, uh, Craven. The <laughs> yes. The, I'm going to say that every time. <laughs> he has uh. He has some ulterior motives here. Um, I, I think it, it becomes obvious uh, that the only reason he agreed to do uh, this job for uh, Jameson is because he knew it was going to draw out this uh, Kazar fellow who, let me tell you, um, <laughs> in the first couple of minutes of this episode between uh, Robbie Robertson and uh, Triple J, they do some fantastical uh very specific exposition about the characters and what is going on when we first mm-hmm. when we first see Craven. Um, All by Triple J, right? He gives yeah, that great yeah. speech about where the Savage it. Land is. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that's right. And that's how right. <laughs> how this jungle exists on the Antarctic continent. He, he covers uh-huh. all of that and for us. They're just hanging on his, on his every word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Craven is, is really out for, uh, uh, fighting this Kazar guy. He wants to beat him for, uh, whatever reason. I, I assume because he is, as Betty Brant, uh, reminds us at the very beginning of the episode, he is what you call a super villain. <laughs> <laughs> that technical term that only a, a a journalist would know. Right, right. Yeah. So it, it, it you know it checks out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so that yeah, that's that's kind of the the high end stuff. And you know, obviously the the uh, tiger comes back. Uh, Spider Man uh, uh, gets involved with um, uh, keeping the uh, tiger contained. Kazar sure. gets to uh, gets to New York uh, to try to rescue his tigery friend, and Spider Man helps him. And mm-hmm. um, you know, at the end of the day, everything that you would expect would transpire in the course of this plot does transpire. And uh, yeah, I mean, we can we can go over the nitty gritty and the details, but that's the, that's the high end stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, on the surface, kind of an okay premise. I, I don't think it's kind, bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind mm-hmm. kind of a kind of a good reason, kind of a good um a good motivation. Again, mm-hmm. Craven, the hunter, the hunter. is a thank you is a hunter. Mm-hmm. So he he is you know in his wheelhouse here. He's yeah. doing what every good supervillain or hunter would do. He's he's hunting. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I I uh, I was on board with with that. Yeah. Um. I I also um there there was I I thought that his layer looked really cool. Craven. Craven's. The layer yeah the layer mm-hmm. with the gadgetry i mean it was a little bit on yeah. the nose a little bit bondish 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Sure. I liked seeing that. Yeah. So yeah. No, no, no real qualms for me with Craven, the, the hunter. hunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree that, uh, you know, if you just kind of boil down and look at the, um, look at the, look at it in this high end sort of, uh, perspective, um, there aren't, there aren't loads of problems, uh, with, sure. with what they had set up here. I think there, there are other issues that really make it, uh, not, super good um as we as we go through it but let's uh let's dig into some of those things um okay we've got um like like i said early on we get we get loads of exposition when we get to the savage land and we see craven the hunter (laughs) sorry (laughs) i have one job (laughs) You can take we it out of my pay kit. You can take it out of my paycheck, Jason. <laughs> when we see him uh, uh, cornering and, and trapping the saber toothed tiger, he tells sure. us he he tells us a lot about himself. You know sure. that he that he has like a magic potion that he drinks that makes him really strong and really fast and really um, you know as Tiger-like. good as good good as all of his uh, the the savage beasts he is uh, after. Um, is it dra- is it tiger blood that he's drinking? Is that I don't the think it was tiger here? blood. Okay. No, it looked Maybe like I it had... looked like he was mixing up a little something out of his little toothy a little belt. alchemy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I was just thinking too much about Charlie Sheen when I was watching this episode, <laughs> but I thought he was literally <laughs> drinking tiger blood. But sorry, go on. That's okay. <laughs> that would just be ridiculous. It's... <laughs> so you know, I mean, he 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 lures the uh, tiger in, uh, into a, a little. Uh, a chase and then a, a, a magical, not magical, but a very fancy mechanical uh, cage apparatus cage. that he had set mm-hmm. up. I mean, no real issues with that scene. I mean, how you know, how else do you want so to really do this? Mm-hmm. Um, it was when Kazar, the Lord of the Jungle, started talking initially uh-huh. that I started to <laughs> kind of shake my head and and. Uh, shut my eyes and go. Oh, yeah. In he, sort of a Tonto way is was is the best. Uh, that yeah, ta- and, Tonto and, and he Tarzan. Like Tarzan? You, yeah, you, you know what? It re- and of course that that takes me right back to the eighties and Saturday Night Live with uh, uh, oh, Tonto so Tarzan and Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> I Fire did too bad. until just now. <laughs> Yeah, that that's a great memory of Christmas right there with Phil Hartman as Frankenstein just kind of grunting in the background every few seconds. That's yeah, great. Yeah, I think we had uh, John Lovitz as Tarzan. Lo- Lovitz was Lovitz was Tonto and um, Tonto. Uh, and, Tarzan. Uh, that was Kevin Nealon. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that was. I would have watched twenty four minutes of that. Sure. Sure. <laughs> At least you would have been laughing your ass off. It's this, true, I would have. The uh, K, the the Kzar stuff was just like uh, cringeworthy. It really was. It really was. You know, and yeah. it, it seemed like it was. It, it what makes it, I think, even more cringeworthy here in the future is that I don't think they even realized how cringeworthy it was at the time. <laughs> like they probably thought they were they were doing something pretty cool with you know like right. a like a. a a guy who is called by multiple 
random people in New York when he gets their nature boy in you know in his little <laughs> also problematic <laughs> in in his little fur in in, in his fur uh, underoos mm-hmm. and um and, and speaking in broken English and you know right. talking about how uh, polluted and awful the city is and stuff like that they were probably like see this is a this is a really uh, you know cool well thought out kind of a man who's who's never been out of the jungle right right like but, he was truly like he was raised by wolves or and something sort of the fish out of water kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and maybe they were thinking well he's white so we're not really making fun of him right. <laughs> I, 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 well, I don't, I don't agree with that idea and it was still very problematic but uh, maybe in 1981 yeah that's yeah. what let them sleep at night yeah and not to skip ahead but doesn't he reveal at the end that he's actually very well spoken like doesn't he be like well, Spider-Man, actually, uh, like he, he go like, doesn't he do like, doesn't he reveal that that was all an act? I don't, I didn't get that sense. I, I mean, okay. he does. Okay. He, I, I think Spider-Man observes that he, he seems to be, uh, uh, speaking better. And then he's just like, spiders are not supposed to speak at all. Oh yeah. That's what it was. And, yeah. and yeah. it was, uh, it was, <laughs> it was very uh, funny. You wise guy. eh? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I had a lot of problems with that character. I did like that he was anti-fur. I thought that mm-hmm. was consistent. That was very yeah. on brand. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it made me laugh. Uh-huh. I, I, I did I did like that. Didn't he like, I only watched it once, uh-huh. so I apologize, but didn't he like take off a woman's fur coat or something because he was yeah, offended? Yeah, he grabbed yeah. her, he grabbed her like mink shawl or whatever and. <laughs> And threw kind it in a of, oh, threw it in a puddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked at it like, what this in hand? Uh huh. No, like this shawl. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 he reminded her that uh, animals are not for decoration. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And that again, they mm-hmm. might have thought in 1981. Look how progressive we are. Right. Look how cool we are. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is like a step below throwing paint on someone's fur coat. So <laughs> go us <laughs> for kills. Oh boy, but he, you know, so he gets, uh, um, yeah, he, they spend a lot of time with him just doing his, like his, his whole, um, uh, kind of, uh, jungle savage, uh, being chased around the city thing. I'm, I'm, I'm skipping yeah. ahead a little bit here, but, um, please do, you know, it, it's, um, <laughs> I don't know what, how did you feel about that whole, that whole shtick? It seemed to go on a while. It did. I know it, it did. It was probably only two or three minutes, but it just seemed like more it, than adequate. Right. I feel like you can't take a fish out of water plot. Like you can't take that too far before it gets tiring. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, speaking, <laughs> speaking of SNL, I had a couple thoughts a couple of times of caveman lawyer. Yeah. You remember that, yeah. that yeah. sketch with Phil Hartman? Like, I don't understand your crazy contraptions and all of your <laughs> fancy. Tr- like, I was like, okay, how far can we take this before it's just, yeah that you know yeah, what i mean yeah. before it's just ridiculous so uh-huh. it did feel like i don't know there were a lot of moments in this in this episode where it felt like everything just kind of came to a screeching halt and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. fish out of water was part of it you know like yeah yeah you, you you would think like craven the hunter does this just to get kazar out right to get like him yeah to the city he does this so it's yeah that that kind of implies to me or infers to me, whatever, whatever the case might be that this might've like happened before. I don't think this is Craven's first time in New York. Um, because oh, no, there's Craven's like, got his mag, his, his huge exactly. layer. Yeah. His yeah. layer, his, with all his bond gadgets. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really think that that premise was very strong. That this is the first time that I keep on him calling, call him Naboo. Kazar. <laughs> um, his, this can't be the his first tiger time. Kazar. is Zabu. 
Zabu, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I think yeah. Nabu was in Aladdin, but I'm not sure. I'm getting them uh, all that's confused. That's Apu or okay. Abu. Abu. Nabu. What is Nabu? Nabu is the home planet of uh, Padme Amidala oh, from Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. P- Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. 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 Okay, but anyway. Nubian, eh? <laughs> but anyway, I don't think this is really his first time in New York, and I don't know. I don't think there's that much. Well, crazy it wasn't. Stuff. It wasn't Craven's first time. It was. It was no. K- Kazar's first was time in New Kazar. York. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think know. so. My point is, it just went on too long. That was yeah. Really oh, long. for sure, for sure. Yeah, it yeah. totally did. And um, the other thing that the other thing that kind of went on a long time. Uh, that I, I didn't understand the whole point of it. There's a we're about halfway through the episode, and we have uh, we have Craven working all the buttons and gadgets in his cool in gadgets. his lair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he he's 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 talking to his snake about how he's going to get Kazar there, mm-hmm. and and that that's it. Like he and the snake are the are the ones who are in the lair at this time. <laughs> And any other kind of animals he has around, right? But right. Like we, Doctor Doolittle situation. We have, we, <laughs> we have like a minute long, a minute and change long scene where he just sets off all his booby traps, yeah. like just so we can see them. Yeah, just and look I, what this does. Yeah, isn't this I, cool? Yeah. And I, I didn't understand. That was just complete filler. I don't know what that was for. And how big was this guy's lair? I mean, there was a lot of stuff in there, Jason. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's like some prime primo real estate in New York City. Right. I mean, you're like you're you're like uh, doing a penthouse suite. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, there was a lot of stuff going on there. And Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He And it was great that he showed us every single one. I agree. That was... He didn't I don't get know to what use we would have known. Or he done. didn't get to use the darts on anybody in the I last I was disappointed scene. about that, too. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. But the snake seemed really impressed. Like I talked mm-hmm. to the snake afterwards, and he said, "Yeah, Craven the Hunters. That's he's a pretty cool guy." <laughs> I mean, I get it. I uh-huh. get the draw. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrific. The um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's. I I think one of the uh, when we get to the uh, final final scene of this episode, and it mm-hmm. it's something that I noticed throughout, but it's just where it was kind of at its worst. I don't know if you had a good sense of this when you watched it or not, but to me, it was, it just seemed like from a, from a post-production standpoint, (laughs) this thing was so half-assed, like... Yeah, the editing. The editing is terrible in this one. Yeah. It's like, for for an 80s comic, or an 80s uh, cartoon show, you know, fine, it's not, it's never perfect, but like, it was, it was unusually terrible in this particular episode i don't yeah, i didn't men- understand that you mentioned in your notes that like he's in his lair or no he's standing on a cliff with his hands on his hips mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's like pulling levers and cranks in yeah his lair. yeah 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 mm-hmm. you know- and that's like laughing at spider-man for you know when he's when he's uh wrestling with the tiger or whatever yeah, that oh that, the tiger yeah yeah that also just it just looked really weird like it, you know, they were like different, like the proportions were off. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It, yeah. It really, it yeah, really was. Like Spider-Man was bigger than the tiger at one yep, point. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was. And, and I'm, you know, I'm the Craven's like, Betty's like, Mr. Craven, do something. And he's like, ha 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 ha. I, I am doing something. <laughs> I'm watching this Spider-Man just, you know, get 
eaten by a tiger. Ha ha ha. And Jameson, <laughs> Jameson is also going, ah, that's, it is wonderful to see. And <laughs> that was Yakov Smirnoff. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, aren't they like, they, it, when they, and that's another thing, when they had cut a, away from like the wide shot of that scene, it's like they were pretty much all standing right next to each other. So we're, you know, I don't yeah, know. It's just, I know. It's just not well done. And, much less well done than usual yeah is my yeah. is my big takeaway there normally it's not that noticeable mm-hmm. if there's those little gaffes but you're right i felt like the entire last scene was just a mess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was kind of wasn't was. it wasn't good you mentioned jjj i do want to mention that spider-man does i mean an uncanny like note for note triple j impression did you catch that yeah yeah i did i mean he's I, that, I was like that's the same voice actor like they didn't even like have <laughs> ted schwartz go now talk like this to me like triple j it was like no just get the guy that does triple j and have come in so i was like is this another power of spider-man's that we don't know about that he can do voices because that would solve a lot of his problems oh yes oh yes <laughs> and well and that that reminds me of <laughs> another one of my problems because he has to he has to get on the uh speaker there oh and it could be the 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 um uh you know the the intercom technology of the early 80s was not very good either so maybe right. maybe it just maybe he, he just sounded like triple j through that intercom but anyway he had to he has to ask betty where triple j went because two things uh, initially, he when when he uh, Spider-Man uh, helps uh, Kazar escape from the top of a building that is actively being knocked down with a wrecking ball. Yeah, yep. And they keep knocking it down, even right. though there's a fight going on. They're right. like, "Nope, we have a deadline. <laughs> We're just gotta we gotta work, man." Yeah, which is it's yeah. Um, that and, bothered me. And after the after they they uh, escape from that, they have a little chit chat about. Uh, you know what who who's who and uh why spider-man wants to help him and everything like that and then uh uh jungle man kazar takes off like a shot after the daily bugle truck that rolls by with a picture of a saber-toothed tiger on the side <laughs> what a happy it's the mascot right? now well now oh, it's the mascot right. right that's true the daily bugle tiger and right. um and spider-man spider-man in the, not running after him he was like well, I'm just going to have to put one of my handy spider tracers on this guy. Which and, is new. And he webs that spider tracer, like, literally right between Kazar's butt cheeks. Like, right there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Did and you Triple notice J, this? Yeah. Yeah, and Triple J goes for it. Like, <laughs> Well, like, yeah. Kazar, yeah. K- Kazar gets to the Daily Bugle. Has a confrontation with JJ where uh, he uh, Jameson is slung over his shoulder, right over Kazar's mm-hmm. shoulder, and so he's so his his head is his head is over Kazar's back, and he looks down and he sees this thing on his the the ass region of his of his right. furry loincloth, and he thinks to himself, "I'll just pick that off." Yeah, very very bold. <laughs> just. Oh, yeah. you know, you think mm. so social norms, right. if Triple J has them, would say, I think you got a little something on the uh, on the backside of the loin. Right. I think you got something near your tiger tail, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but he just goes for it. Yeah, I think he thinks, yeah. you know, we're, we're at that point in our relationship. You're slinging me over your shoulder. I think I think I can oh. just 
get rid of it for you. Yeah, that that was jar. I paused it and uh-huh. went back and watched that again because I was like, did that just happen? Or uh, am happened. I having a fever dream? That happened. <laughs> that was a yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. There were there were a couple of moments that were Triple J were really confusing this episode. I put this in my notes, and I know we're kind of going back, but in the first act, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. probably around the seven minute mark, the tiger was set loose. The first time we see the tiger, yeah, and it's uh, Betty, Peter, and Triple J standing and watching it happen, mm-hmm. and Triple mm-hmm. J just pieces out. Like, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> doesn't even like say, "I'll protect you, Betty," or uh-huh. "This way, kids." It's like uh-huh. peace. Uh-huh. Every Jonah for himself. <laughs> yes. Yes. And in that same scene, he mentions that Petey is always the first one to leave, but doesn't even think, oh, maybe he's Spider-Man. Right. Like, right. Mm-hmm. that happens a lot in this series. It does. So, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Triple J is at, say what you will about Triple J, but he's never um, he's never easy to figure out, Jason. <laughs> no, no. He's, a, he's an enigma. He is. He's mm-hmm. a mystery. Yeah, yeah. He lives his life in mystery. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. we do get a, a another return of uh, Mortimer uh, in this one. <laughs> I'm neutral on Mortimer at this point. <laughs> I still don't know the purpose that he serves. <laughs> oh man! In yeah, in I, I, this I one, you wrote in your notes, "Hi Morty," which I, was that <laughs> you wrote in your notes, "Hi Morty." Was that a reference to Meatballs, the Bill Murray film? No, no, it was just okay. short for Mortimer. <laughs> it was all. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you should watch Meatballs because the uh, the camp director's name is Marty. And he'll say, hello, everyone, I'm Marty. And then Bill Murray's character will make all the CITs, the counselors in training, say, hi, Morty. And he goes, Marty. And that's like four times in the movie. So when gotcha. you said that, I was like, that's a deep cut. But <laughs> I guess I was the only one that got it. <laughs> but hi, Mortimer. Welcome back. I, I swear he, he's yeah. just for nepotism. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I I didn't. uh I, I didn't think he's I'm legit trying to think of a purpose that his presence served in this one. It was really just to be scared, have someone who is scared to go in the lair. Right. Right. Yeah. What is, Uncle, Uncle Jay. Uncle, we can Uncle get Jay, home for no. dinner. Better than that stinky Peter Parker. <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out the appeal of Mortimer because yeah, yeah. I don't think the kids in 81 were like, yes, Mortimer's back because oh. he's just a weenie. He's and he's, well, he's, he's just, he's, a, he's just a fun guy to hate. Right. He's another, I guess he's another, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, thought, like, uh, like if, if J Jonah Jameson is like the, let, let's say he's like the, the teacher or the principal you don't like, you know, yeah. like, uh, Mortimer is like the, uh, the, the, sort of sniveling kiss-up classmate yeah. who you don't like, you know? The Horshack. Mm-hmm. The Horshack, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Horshack or Screech from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I mean, depending yeah. upon your millennial or Generation X, that's right. your, those are your choices. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Teacher, you forgot to give us homework. Mortimer, like that kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that whole thing. That yeah. whole thing, yeah. Um, okay. I guess I don't know. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to figure stuff out here, pal. Um, yeah, we're we all are we all are. We have hey, speaking of trying to figure things out. You yeah. mentioned that Betty's figuring some things out. Tell me about that. I can't I can't recall what well, that was in reference the, to. At the end, she was like, "Hey, Peter, it's so weird that you and Spider Man are both there allergic to saber tooth tigers." Mm-hmm. And Mortimer, of course, is like, "That's the only thing they got in common." <laughs> What a cock block, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, man. 
Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it go. I'm sure it'll go nowhere. But it, it's like you know, if they maybe if they had maybe if this show had gone two seasons, maybe Betty would have figured out who Peter Parker was at some point. Much but, more likely that she would have than uh, Triple J. Yeah, Triple yeah, J is just so. like there's trouble. Every man for himself. I'm out of here. <laughs> She's sitting there going, "Now where's Peter? Oh, there's Spider Man." And and yeah, uh-huh. the allergy thing. You mentioned the allergy. I was a little bit excited that that was kind of a callback to the lizard episode, um, and. Spider-Man slash Peter Parker has probably the strangest, like, you know, I have dust mites. He has very specific, odd allergies. He has saber-toothed tigers and lizards. Like, that's very, (laughs) very exotic on the allergy scale. (laughs) It really is. So, really, I mean, if you think about some of the settings in this episode, Spider-Man should, under no circumstances, ever visit the Savage Land. He is going to be in big trouble. Right, right. If, if lizards are anywhere, they're going to be in a savage land, and certainly saber-toothed tigers. It's it's 1981. Zyrtec has not been invented yet. <laughs> he is not living cleared and clear no. when he goes to the savage land. No, it's just, you can't take something for it, man. It would be funny, though, if, like, as the show went on, like, we find out that he's just allergic to very strange slash extinct animals. Like, I'm allergic <laughs> to the dodo and the woolly mammoth. <laughs> I have a very, I get a really bad cough around pterodactyls. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> just if pull, I, you know, just if I rub, if I rub a triceratops horn on my arm, oh. I just break out in a rash. I have to take a Benadryl and just sleep it off. Yes. It's just terrible. You don't want to be around me if I've seen a, if I've seen a brontosaurus. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'd be on board with that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what, uh, anything, anything else we missed in this one that, uh, that you wanted to make sure we talk about that wouldn't be me a 40 almost how old am i jason almost 43 year old man if i didn't uh make a hip reference yeah um Mm -hmm. so i I wanted to give you one from uncle bry guy this week craven the hunter yeah um striking resemblance to frank zappa um so (laughs) if you don't know (laughs) if you don't know who frank zappa is it's okay he's been gone since maybe before some of you were born i get it I was a big Frank Zappa fan in high school, but the mustache oh, yeah. with that yeah. like goes down a little bit past the upper lip and then the soul patch. Yeah. And yeah. and and really dark hair and kind of the like Armenian <laughs> yeah. skin tone. Right, right. It's Frank Zappa. Like I was waiting oh, yeah. for him to, you yeah. know, break I, into Joe's garage. Until <laughs> until you said that it didn't dawn on me. But yeah, that's spot on. That's spot I'm on. I'm glad you got that reference. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. That's funny. There's a crossover there that that I'm I'm I've been really journaling a lot and writing a lot of fan fiction, but uh, maybe we, I can write a little bit about Craven the Hunter mm-hmm. filling in for a Frank Zappa cover band in I... an issue of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, one you know one other thing we uh, or I got I guess a couple other things. Number one, <laughs> number one for me, it, this is like the second episode in a row where really. Spider-Man, Spider-Man's presence in the show is inconsequential. Secondary at best. Yeah, yeah he's um, again just strap anybody into a into a costume, um, yeah. and have him have him help Kazar the Jungle Man, uh, against Craven. <laughs> The hunter wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, it's uh, it was like the Sidewinder episode. I felt. Yeah, I think we yeah. felt that way with that one too. Right? Yeah, yeah. So two in a row. Two in a row. Yeah. Um, and the show's called Spider-Man. <laughs> right. So <laughs> that, was, that was disappointing to me. And then uh, yeah. other in another odd, just coincidental callback to uh, last week's episode. You know, I, I don't think a kid in 1981 can could have watched this 
and not just thought that this person they were calling Kazar was Tarzan. Tarzan, like, like yeah. maybe yeah. they just got his name wrong. That's that's Tarzan. You know, it's like is, is Kazar Tarzan backwards or something? Is there a <laughs> code? Yeah, exactly. And, and, it's and we just obvious. and we just happened to have brought up the Lone Ranger and Tarzan uh, cartoon hour. Um, yeah, last week. <laughs> last week, and yeah. um, so, so they got both now. They did the Lone Ranger. They did the Lone Ranger tribute, mm-hmm. and now the Tarzan tribute. Now the Tarzan centric. Yeah. Those are the ones that bother me the most. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I, you know, I just, uh, yeah. It it bugs me that there and and in the in the Sidewinder episode, at least there was that uh, sort of uh, uh, playful interaction between uh, uh, Jameson and Spider Man. You know, around the uh, Publishers Club or whatever. You know, and that whole thing yeah. that they did, where where okay, Spider Man had a napkin l- bow tie, had a little specific something something to do. Really, nothing even like that in this episode. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, like you said, he could, it could have been Aquaman. Mm-hmm. It could have been any superhero. Yeah. And yeah. Would have been the exact same story. Yeah. For sure. Unfortunately. For sure. So I don't know, you know, after all of that is said and done, I, I mean, what are you going to give this for a uh, radioactive Spidey rating? I, I didn't like this episode at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I liked it less than last week's. Mm-hmm. So it'll, so it'll be remembered, but that's not a good thing. I had high <laughs> hopes for this, Jason, because I really like Craven, uh-huh. the hunter, sure. in the comics and in the uh, 94 animated mm-hmm. series. So much like you with Sandman, um, I probably gave myself a little bit too much of high hopes, but gotcha. I didn't like this episode. And um, no, n- the, the plot was convoluted. There were no stakes. Um, there's no motive, which we know the show can do. So it's mm-hmm. more frustrating as the more time goes on. All that being said, I gave it a star, and, uh, spider and a half. Spider and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I will give it uh, I, and a, two weeks in a row for me. Another 1.5 radioactive spiders uh, for me. It's just, I, I think you, I think you really have to just completely crash and burn in my mind to get a one uh, and, and there were, there were things about this episode that were not completely ridiculous or, uh, or, or out of turn. Like, you know, just like we said, when you back up and just kind of look at that general outline, it, it seemed, yeah, it, it seemed like there paper. was material that you could work with there. Just the way it was done was really poor. Um, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the first one that I will say where the, the technical failures oh, yeah. bothered me way more than anything in terms of writing or performance or, or anything like that. Like that, that stuff was really jarring to me this week. I don't, I don't know if it was just the attitude that I had and it, it it'll be interesting to see if anything, if I like kind of start to tune into that a little bit more in future episodes, but that really yeah. troubled me in this one. So it was, it was something that you might've noticed cause you watched it twice where I only watched it once, but mm-hmm. it certainly was glaring to me a few times too. Yeah. 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 So For the first time in, in a while. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's, uh, takes care <laughs> of the hunter and the hunted. Um, next week we've got another, uh, I think made up guy, right? The gadgeteer. Yeah. For next week. Yeah. Name of the episode, the incredible shrinking Spider-Man. Before I let you go, there yeah. was a swing that Spider-Man did in the beginning of this episode. And I think there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. from the next episode that's in the opening credits. Yeah, I think you're like, right. I think you're right. And, and I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, when we saw like the episode where they pulled something from to put in the opening <laughs> credits, it was like, that was so cool. That was in the opening credits. So <laughs> next week, right. there's going to be a lot of excitement, I think. Oh, man. Oh, man. 
I know. I know. Tell tell five year old Bry guy to tune in over right his time machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the moment you've been waiting for, Brian. Oh, yep. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, uh thanks a lot. Uh always a good time. Be well. You too, buddy. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Follow us on Twitter at BKO Radio and follow and like the show on Facebook. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend.